everyone, welcome to Solace. My name is Iona and this is my new podcast where I'm bringing light to social justice issues. I have an amazing guest on today to talk about period poverty. So Ellie, hello. Um, would you tell us a little bit about yourself? Maybe like three fun facts. Sure. Um, I am 17. I'm just 17. It was my birthday on Friday and I do French, Spanish, geography and history. I love it. I'm a bit of a linguist. I really love languages. I'm a bit of a geek. <laughs> and um, over the past few months, I've been learning to play the guitar during lockdown. I'm really rubbish, but I enjoy it. <laughs> I, I sort of learned to play the guitar a little bit as well. Like I'm not good. I only know a few chords, but I, like I wrote a couple of songs and I was, I was like, well, I'm kind of a musician, but not really. <laughs> Um, so this question I ask everyone at the start of the podcast because the name of the podcast is Solace and that means light in Irish. So what is something that has brought light into your life during lockdown? I would definitely say my friends uh, during the last couple of months it's the real friendships that have stuck. So um, there's you know those few people who you'll have calls with every week or every day. Um, um, you just kind of talk about everything with so it's really you're not distracted by other things by school it's just that quality time that we can spend with people and even you know with my friendship group we've had a few movie nights we watched Mamma Mia on Friday <laughs> I love it was Mama great yeah or oh, it's like it's one of those things it's a bit like Marmite you either love Mamma Mia or you hate Mamma Mia me and my dad love Mamma Mia but my mom and my brother hate Mamma Mia oh my word I've never met someone who hates it. <laughs> I love it so much. It's like my favorite movie. <laughs> um, it's amazing. So let's get into today's topic, which is period poverty. Um, how did you first get passionate about it? Like, what was the thing that sparked it for you? A couple of years ago, I did a lot of public speaking and I went to this uh, women's rights event in London. I was speaking about um, gender stereotypes, so it really had nothing to do with period poverty, but there was this girl who spoke about period poverty and before then I had no idea that period poverty was something that happened in the UK and it shocked me quite a lot so I decided that I wanted to do something about it because it really wasn't fair um, that girls were missing out on their education because of something they have no control over. First off I love that that was like an amazing like female role model for you like that, <laughs> that sparked it for you you know I love that so much and like congratulations for speaking in parliament like that is uh, like amazing um and yeah definitely like it's a it's a thing that's not talked about enough here um so like when I saw your Instagram and I heard that you like been talking about it I was like that is first off that is horrible that it's happening but I'm really inspired by you so that like that is amazing um what are some of the things that you've done and you're doing to raise awareness and make a difference well, I suppose from first year, I've been doing a lot of public speaking. I'm quite into my drama. So that would be something I would give quite passionate speeches about different things surrounding gender inequality. And then more recently, I wrote a letter to Peter Weir and I campaigned for period products to be freely available in schools in Northern Ireland. So no one has to miss out in their education because of their period at the moment because Peter Weir has said that he's going to put a period products in schools from September I'm in a steering group we're just kind of fine-tuning the details for getting those products into schools 
and towards the future I would like to continue along the path of period poverty you know reducing the stigma and making sure that schools are really respectful towards girls that there's no discriminatory policies in place oh Mark, you're literally such an inspiration like writing to Peter Weir like could you tell me a bit more about that like were you nervous or like how did that even all start yeah I was I was very nervous um it was probably quite naive and everyone everyone told me that it was but um I'm a, a youth parliament candidate and as part of that there's a competition to write a motion and if it's the top voted motion then it becomes law mine was about getting free period products in schools and unfortunately it didn't make it to the final stages but at this point um coronavirus was happening and we knew that the figures of period poverty had tripled. So it was a third of girls um, suffering from period poverty and not accessing their education. So I just wasn't prepared to let it go. So I thought, well, what can I do about this? And I thought, right, I'll write a letter to Peter Weir. Surely, you know, he's the Minister for Education. He must be able to do something. So I sent him a letter and I did a lot of research for it. I talked to different organizations that would be able to help. I did some research on what rights it affected and how it was discriminatory to really not have anything in place. And I sent it off. He got back to me, said he would like a Zoom meeting. So I met with a couple of people from the Department of Education. I, I made a PowerPoint <laughs> and I went through in the PowerPoint why I thought there should be free period products in schools. A couple of weeks later, they said that they were up for it and that they were gonna do it. So that was really great. I'm really glad that it's happened. I love that you're saying you were naive, but you were not naive at all. Like I think as young people, like people look down on us and say like, what can you do? Um, and yet you were using like any material that you had to actually get in contact and make a difference, which is so inspiring. And like, that's an amazing feat. Like, congratulations and I mean I love it's still obviously continuing now and it's an ongoing issue but a little change you know makes a big difference um so like obviously that happened and then you do a lot of other advocacy so like what have you been able to change um well I suppose beforehand we had from 2018 onwards Scotland England and Wales they all had uh, period products in their schools but Northern Ireland was kind of left behind. And the impact of period poverty is that, you know, you can't access period products. And as a result of that, you can't go to school during your period. And that has a really detrimental impact on girls' lives, both during their education, but for years to come after it. So I suppose only the girls who have experienced period poverty could truly tell you the impact that the policy has had but I am really glad that this is something that has changed and that from September we're going to have period products and skills because it's so important and it's so needed. Definitely and like in North I looked up statistics before this episode so I could maybe go in you know with a little bit of knowledge but there were practically no statistics on Northern Ireland which is like shocking because it's a massive issue here but it's just I think poverty period poverty and poverty in general are just completely overlooked here and you know it's like oh it's a big issue in developing countries but not here when it is 
a really big issue here. So I, like, I'm so thankful that people like you are speaking up about it. Um, so like, do you have any advice for people who are wanting to make a difference um, to some issue that they're passionate about, especially young people? Because again, we there's a lack of confidence there. Definitely. Um, I would say, first of all, be brave. And if you want to make a change, just go for it. Don't wait for someone else to do it. Because, you know, realistically, if there's no one doing it at the moment, no one can do a better job than you can and fighting for what you want. So just go ahead and go for it. And as a young person, you're constantly scrutinized for, not for being young, but, you know, for lacking experience, I suppose, and still being in school. So with that, you have to have a certain degree of professionalism for people to take you seriously. And you shouldn't have to, but it sucks, you do. So when people are kind of being annoying or saying, we don't have the money to do this, we can't change this, kind of going, okay, and then researching and getting back to them and just continuing with the degree of professionalism, it really does work. I can I can vouch for it. Just never <laughs> ask a question you don't know the answer to. Always be prepared and eventually something will come out of it. I, like, I'm sure it was a learning curve for you like as well, just to to learn about that professionalism and how to sort of gain respect from people in power. But I like I know for sure that Peter Weir and all of the education authority are like really respect you now because you have that level of professionalism and you put in the work to educate yourself about it. So thank you for doing that. Um, what are some things that we can do to help or educate ourselves about period poverty? Because again, it's not talked about, but are there some things that we can maybe research or implement into our lives? I suppose uh, because of the taboo surrounding periods, it's not often talked about. So even trying to destigmatize periods and uh, just look up stuff about period poverty, the facts are there. There's not so much for Northern Ireland, but you can get the general gist of it from the UK. So look it up and educate yourself and then if there are things you want to do to make a difference I know that our school and we had a period poverty drive I think it was just before Christmas where everyone brought in period products and that we were giving those to people in need I thought that was a really amazing thing to do that anyone can really do because first of all it by bringing those period products into school you're destigmatizing periods and showing that you're united and you're also making a really big difference by giving stuff to people who need it. Yeah, definitely. It's just like the little things that help. I remember doing that in school before Christmas and it was just such a good idea and such an easy thing to do. Like it's really not hard to just, you know, buy maybe a couple of extra packets whenever you're at the supermarket to give to people who need them. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Like you are genuinely such an inspiration and all the advice that you gave was just amazing. I really hope that people are inspired and that they feel like they can go out now, you know, being educated about this and be able to help and make a difference. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank um, you so much for having me. <laughs> I'm so glad you're doing a podcast. It's a go. Thank you. Um, and to everyone who is listening, I hope you will um, listen in next time and I will see you then. Bye.